Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash footinreview. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Mehdi, Nick, Artyom, Paul, Daniel and Amma for their exceptional support. Hello foodies and welcome back to Foot In Review, powered by foodcoaching.com. It is the holiday special where we introduce you to someone making his podcast debut. We would like to reintroduce you guys to Tommy who won the Food and Review Cup, but unfortunately he called an ill. We are bringing back Chris to make the jokes and hey, I'm back. My name is John and tonight we'll be discussing um, the holiday season, our break, but also all your sent in questions. We'll be talking winter swaps and so, so much more, but... Without further ado, let's introduce a dear friend of mine, someone that's been in the community for about a year now, I think, and an all-round good human being, making his podcast debut all the way from Greece. It's none other than Marius. Hello, Marius. Welcome, Jun. How are you doing? Fine, and I'm very happy to be joining with uh, you and Chris tonight. It is. Good to have you on, mate. For people that don't know you, which if you are on the community, you probably know Marius. Also, of course, I should say proud sponsor of our Pro Clubs team. Always worth mentioning. Um, but for the people that are listening to the show, who's Marius? Can you give us a little introduction? Uh, I'm 53 years old. I start uh, involving with food because I was playing FIFA before, but uh, I was... Uh, uh, started on with a pandemic like many people did and um, now ever since two years I was playing uh, FIFA in, in foot uh, and uh, I was happy that um, I met uh, you and uh, the whole discord and community uh, last year uh, last November uh, I joined the the community and the, and the Discord. And ever since we are in touch and you are coaching me and um, I'm very proud and I'm very happy because it's uh, getting much, much better FIFA for me. It's good. It's good to have you on. And yeah, it's definitely good to have you on the show and actually see you. Uh, 53 years old. I think that's an important thing, although I don't want to highlight it though, but 53 years old and still very much enjoying FIFA and still performing really well. So guys, it's still doable. Don't give up yet. I'm just 37. I feel old <laughs> someday. So <laughs> I, talking about old. No, I'm not going to make this joke, but it is good to have you back as well, Chris. It's been a while I did a show and it's a lovely having you on when I'm, I'm making my return. Chris, also known as the former coach slayer. And I like to call him the food and review tape here. Hey, Chris. Hey guys. Hey, Mario. How you doing? I think everyone's doing all right, mate. Hey, Chris, mm-hmm. do you mind me saying ex-coach Slayer? Because I kind of like it. No, I think I'm actually coach Slayer because I beat you in the last game that we actually played, if you remember, properly. <laughs> it might not have mattered, but I'm taking that one. And uh, Ah, that's that's all right. You know what I mean? But I was going to ask you, why did no one bid for Rudolph and Blitzen on eBay? I have no idea, but I'm definitely sure that you're going to tell us. Because they were too dear. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. I can, I can, uh, I can take uh, Christmas jokes. So it's all right. It's good to have you back. <laughs> hey, I have not made, um, I've not played much FIFA, and I've said that in the short podcast we did, I did on Saturday. Um, but I'm back. I have played about thirty matches since I returned. I am unfortunately still a lot of matches short to get this division, uh, nineteen games in. Not gonna make it this month. It's all right. I'll write it off. I'll start again uh, on Thursday. But Chris, I logged in and I see swaps, World Cup swaps. The World Cup's over, and I log in and guess what? We're 
having another swap. Swaps and swaps and swaps. What are we swapping? I'm confused, mate. Can you help everyone that's so confused as I am? Yeah, certainly it is the wonderful uh, winter wildcard swaps. Um, 25 tokens in, in total. Uh, there's currently try saying that 10 times yeah what, 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 be careful what? With, with my teeth as well saying that in this accent <laughs> um there's um 25 tokens out there's four out at the moment one you get free uh when you first log in uh one currently in a world cup uh, torch challenge which ends on a uh, boxing day december 26th and a current one which is first owner fiesta milestone objective that's a tongue twister that one and that means you just have to win one game in the cup mode, which is first owner only. And I think you get about 12 attempts to do that. Um, so I think you'll hopefully all manage to do that. And there's one more out tonight by uh, Ingve told us, and that is in the Silver Stars one. Unsure how what you have to do to get that. Um, but the 25 tokens, we all love tokens. I think we're all we're wrapped in the, uh, the World Cup one. <laughs> we all, ex except I do. All um, having picked up, uh, did the struggle, got Vieira. For my 40 tokens, he seems a fairly decent player. This one, I say, is only 25. And the top, I'll quickly run through them because there's not much that you can actually swap your tokens for. Uh, Winter wildcard, Kieran Trippier, the right back for Newcastle. He's two tokens. Um, then you have an 81 times 11 pack for three. Three 84 plus uh, one of four player pick for five tokens. An 83 times 25 for 10 and also for 10 tokens, Sandro Tonali. So if you're a Serie A fan and a Milan fan, you'll be delighted. An 85 times 10 for 15. Winter wildcards, one of five picks. That team isn't out yet. That comes out on Friday, I believe, for 15 tokens. And top of the, the pops as such is 83. Uh, a three times 83 times 25 pack, which is 75 players above 83 for 20 tokens. Having a quick look at some websites, they're suggesting if you want to do all 25, um, the three times 85 times 25 pack and the uh, Trippier plus the 81 times 11 or the 85 times 10 and the 83 times 25. So there's a lot of different combinations out there. And, uh, you know, the Trippier card, pretty decent for only two tokens. You'll get that one pretty easy. I don't know, you said you've not had a chance to look at it. John, Marius, have you had a chance to look to what way you'd go? Yes, I have uh, checked the swaps. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty decent for uh, two only swaps for Trippier. He's, uh, I think, a uh, very good uh, right back for this stage of the game. And you just... uh, he's got medium-medium, though. I think that's... Yeah. For this stage of the game, I think it's, it's, it's sufficient. Only, only two ah. tokens. There's nothing. That's true, though. I mean, that uh, it is a very cheap one. I know it's going to be very popular. Uh, I am a little bit... Like, all the stats are there, but mini medium on a fullback is a little bit of a letdown, if I'm quite honest. Um, but one thing I have to say in this, though, he's fast and he can defend as a, as a fullback, which is not every fullback can actually defend in this game. Uh, so that's good. Four star weak foot as, as well. So maybe I shouldn't complain about it. Maybe <laughs> I think what's interesting about the 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 thing as well is is the is there's only two players in the whole thing, which seems quite low. They've went quite pack heavy uh, for the swaps. That's true. Marius, yes. thoughts? Um, I think most of the people will target uh, Tonali. Uh, they will. Uh, uh, give the focus on, on this cut because he, we remember last year he was very uh, powerful uh, and many people will uh, th think over spending their swaps for Tonali I think yeah, I think that's a fair point um, you sw you playing you going to play swaps Marius? Yes, I am uh, playing swaps. I did all, all, the, all the World <laughs> Cup swaps already since um, uh, last week or 10 days already. Uh, I'm, I'm not in high divisions. I'm, I was lucky because I was in deal four at this stage and uh, the match were pretty uh, easy. So I finished them quite easy, I could say. And I didn't spend so much time 
doing the swaps. That's cool though. I'm uh, I still haven't done the World Cup swaps, and that didn't made it uh, my circum personal circumstances didn't make that easier. But that's still on for two weeks, ain't it, Chris? The World Cup ones are two days. Yeah. Two days. Two days. Uh, just you've, yeah, oh, two days I, for I the two days for the objective. Sorry, that are left. Uh, so if you've got you, if you want to do anything very quickly, then I would certainly would uh, do them as quick as possible. If you're listening this and uh, this is the twenty first of December, if you're listening this uh, later on, you may have missed it. Um, <laughs> I said twelve because of the SBCs, but the SBC still lasts for long. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, if, as well as just to say that you know the winter world card team is coming out. I think it's Friday. Uh, we know the well-known leaker on Twitter. If you actually want to go and see those players, there it looks like, if he's correct, some really, really decent uh, cards coming out. Um, so, yeah, I think Winter Wild Card will keep us going uh, over the, the festive period. Yeah, I, I, I played so little this uh, past couple of weeks that I just need to grind rivals to get actually back to a police. <laughs> I'm pretty s certain. So uh, I'm just going to leave these swaps alone again. Although I have to admit my Mario set to tokens for Trippier. I'm now using Dest as my fullback, which of course is not the best fullback, although he looks links perfectly with uh, I, I have Tomori. But Trippier is English as well, so maybe I can find a link there and maybe go with a little bit less chemistry as well. Two tokens, you get one token for free, don't didn't you? Yeah, as soon as you log in, you'll get one token. And then as I say, one game on the uh, Fiesta Cup, first one of Fiesta Cup which is 11, 18 players, sorry, first owners. John, let's be honest, you'll smash that in one game. Uh, the player will quit very quick. So you'll have two tokens, you'll get trippy right away. <laughs> yeah, I might, as well, I might as well do that. I mean, although I'm pretty unsure about his mini mini, but he's way better than Dest will <laughs> ever be. So it's probably an easy way for, for me to upgrade a little bit. And as well, uh, we, we're, as we go into our uh, dynamic duos as well, we could actually help your chemistry uh, with uh, Trippier as, uh, you know, we did speak about it last week, how it we mentioned <laughs> uh, there was no promo cards, and I know that a well-known podcast picked up on that, that we'd spoke about that, and they'd mentioned it as well. So, lo and behold, the power of foot review, you can thank us all. Uh, there's two goalkeepers in Dynamic Duos, uh, Ward of Leicester, and one that you probably do, John, is Pope of Newcastle, who I will link exactly with Trippi, being English and I also the same I will not team. do him. I will not do him, and I'll tell you exactly why. Okay, and this is also a little hint, and I've because I've been <laughs> off the show for so long, I'm not quite sure if I mentioned it. So I'll repeat it for everyone that didn't. <laughs> I'm using Dudak in goal, like from really early on. I got Dudak, put him in goal, and people say he's bad, blah blah, etc. But if you put Dudak on cautious on crosses, and you just let him go as sweeper keeper, and you actually drag him out one one on ones, right? He is, I'm not going to say unbeatable because everyone, every goalkeeper is unbeatable, but he's lightning fast. And these cards like Pope are pretty cool. These are the lengthy goal, the, the, the far longer goalkeepers, right? But they're, I don't think the reactions got boosted. So I don't see, like, it, it's a cool looking card, but it actually doesn't matter much with the original card, in, in my honest opinion. So, hmm. Could link with Trippier, yeah, sure, but do the experiment because we're on hero, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't see myself using Pope. I don't see myself, if I'm quite honest, changing goalkeepers. And I've tried this same tactic with um, the Campos World Cup hero card, put him in goal, uh, cautious on courses because he's oh, he's tiny, but let him come out there, eh? like er, drag him out early, sweeper keeper, and use the Y or the triangle button to push him out and move the goalkeeper itself. Again, on the line or coming off the line on one-on-ones, lightning fast, really good goalkeeper. You just have to know how to use it. So I don't see any reason to upgrade my goalkeeper anytime soon. Well, let me just tell you about, about Pope House. I think he's quite a decent card to pick. So <laughs> don't take my word for it, but you know they're playing Leicester, Newcastle. Luke, Newcastle were flying before the, you know, the break for the World Cup as well. Currently sitting third in the EPL. Uh, I think Leicester are sitting uh, 13th. Um, saying that, they're in fairly decent form, but if you look at the last five matches for Newcastle, they've won them all. Uh, whereas Leicester, to be fair, they've won four out of five, so it's going to be a tough game, yeah, that one. Uh, I think he's six foot seven, if I quickly press it. He is, uh, yeah, six foot seven, goalkeeper, six foot six. Um, and I think, you know, 
English goalkeepers. He'll be 88 rated as well. Uh, and he, well, there's matter on goalkeepers, right? I know, but there's, there's a nice thing to it. I don't know if MDLs feels the same <laughs> way, but I'm currently rocking a gold Ter Stegen. It's the only gold card in my team, and I'm desperate to get rid of it. Call me a gold snob if you want, but I'd like to get a special card in there, and he would link nicely in my team as well, Pope. Ward is slightly different, even though he's EPL. He is Welsh, um, again, so that's maybe goes a little bit against him. But I think, you know, for the price that they are, John, 40k for a uh, Pope and uh, 30, 39k for Ward. I don't think you can go far wrong with these ones, especially with dupes. You know, we've got uh, rival rewards tomorrow and also the season two ends tomorrow as well. So it'll be a lot of packs people will get. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. My fact of the matter is that I missed out a little bit and will probably miss rewards being such a huge thing with not getting the 90 going. So I have to be a little more careful. But I'm just saying that there are very much goalkeepers in here that are very viable. Uh, but people seem to overlook it. I think the goalkeepers, um, like this, this thing is cool that you have upgraded cards. I definitely agree with you there. But fact of the matter is he still has 76 reactions versus, for example, Dudek being 84. So still don't see why would be worth doing it. And a Dudek these days is just 18K. 18K, just putting it out there. Perfect links will be on Max Cam always. So. Nothing to be... Uh, I, w- I won't complain about special goalkeepers being in, but I'm just saying don't overestimate these goalkeepers. That's it. Marius, talk about the goalkeepers. Pop, uh, is, a, is a FIFA legend. Pop. Yeah, sure. That I mean, I won't disagree there. <laughs> FIFA 18, I think. He yes. was the man. Everyone had his goal card yes. in his team, of course. And last year, um, in FIFA 22, the last uh, I think he got a card... Uh, Ray in, did, right? <laughs> in the last FIFA last year, um, but he's a legend, and he also has the two traits: comes from crosses, and uh, rushes out of goal. So people will might try try him for sure. I, I, if you want okay, to make if you want to make the links, especially with this FIFA where the chemistry is is really very very annoying. If you want. Um, uh, uh, to link and, and have chemistry. Uh, goalkeepers is uh, very handful, I would say. If you want to give the full chemistry to a player, you must uh, choose a, a goalkeeper. For example, I, I, I had Acuna, and I was waiting for Bonu to take a, a special card to put him in my team to get a full chemistry for Acuna. So if the people would choose Tripper, they will make this SPC for sure. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Um, I won't go ham on the chemistry system tonight. Um, I still don't think it matters if you have to one three that much, especially when cards get better. The chemistry will matter far less. And I've seen plenty of players this weekend that play players completely off cam because team chemistry, once again, it does not matter a single thing. Um, I think people just wanted to have 33 and all on three stars but I really don't think it matters that much. So I'm looking at stats first before I go in there. But I still agree, Trippier, combination with Pope, Trippier being two two tokens, Pope being very cheap. Ward, not to be underestimated either, by the way, looks so good as well. Cool cards, cheap to do. Keep them coming, I'd say, Chris. Yeah, and uh, our good friend, Darren, uh, he'll be desperate for uh, Pope to get upgraded because that means his beloved uh, Newcastle have won. So, yeah. Let's hope for it. It's a busy Christmas period football-wise in the UK, so we might see two or three of these cards as well. Fair enough, fair enough. Did we get anything else, though? Um, just had a quick look. There is um, there's a campaign pick from yesterday, uh, which is a, uh, one of two pick from Path to Glory, uh, Road to World Cup stories. Phenom's uh, team of the tournament campaign players. So that's about 62k, I would say, well worth doing. And uh, still on the go, which is repeatable as well. 85 plus semi final nations upgrade. In one rare gold player from Argentina, Croatia, France, or Morocco, rated 85 or higher, which is 30k. Uh, and I did that. I got that well known Scottish Argentinian, uh, McAllister. McAllister. Oh. <laughs> That's a nice card to have. Yeah. There. I got the, um, I forgot his name. That sucks. The Moroccan player. Uh, Amrabat. Amrabat, yep. Which played in the A division, which so it's really bad for me not to remember. 
But I, I was like, oh, he's just 25K or something like that. Um, four-star weak foot, low high, high defending. And if you look at that card, though, 90 physique, he's not that fast, but everything else is really on par. And I just have no link, way of linking him. But um, since I don't care about chemistry, I will definitely try him in the new season, I think. Because that card looks much... There's many cards being underrated, I think. This is this looks pretty good CDM, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but is he no Serie A, John? Are you not rocking he the is. Serie A team? I mean, surely... Oh, wow. If I'm quite honest, I'm rocking a Heroes team. So oh, it could probably fit, but most... <laughs> but uh, I think except for the uh, fullback that stay on others and Tomori, so I'm actually Serie A, he might fit in. Yeah. But I have to replace uh, one of the Heroes CDMs. But you, uh, you must have done, done the Di Maria card as well. What do you think? Well, it's Juventus. Must have been. It's part of the I rules. I did not. You did not. Because I don't have to follow. <laughs> so he's on, my f he's on my favorite list now, waiting for me to get us some cards going. Um, and what is more important, I did do Vlaovic on the last moment yesterday because I was like, wait a minute, I think I missed Vlaovic. <laughs> so I did Vlaovic and I will do Di Maria, but I have not done Di Maria yet. You must. I know, but I don't have it's crazy. cards, his coins. I don't have anything anymore. His dripping so. is, is amazing. He's, he's, uh... yeah, although I have Kovu in my team now, his dribbling is also pretty uh, crazy, uh, so. If you play him, you will un you understand. That's a high recommendation for Di Maria. I wish he played for Juventus like he did on the World Cup. But let, let's not mention that anymore, shall we? Yes. <laughs> Chris. Yes. I think that wraps up the content. I think you? it does. I think we've done a good job in getting all that out there. I got a surprise question for you, though, since it's the end of the year. Mm. And uh, this one goes out for all the listeners as well. I want to know what has been your highlight or the thing you're most proud of, food and review related for this year. Um, that's a hard one. I think I've I've enjoyed. Uh, I know I've been vested interested, but I've actually enjoyed the sweeps and the predictor rooms of the World Cup. It kept us going, and also, as well as John, and might not get everybody's full support, but I enjoyed the fact that we supported uh, the Qatar Maroons, uh, and also we changed our thing to the the rainbow flag. So that made me proud. I'm I, I I'm still very much proud on that decision, although some of the threats I got <laughs> were a little bit less positive on that. But hey, let's not go into negativity. Mm -hmm. uh, Marios, any highlights you wanted to share concerning the podcast or what the things we do? Uh, can be negatives as well, no, but it's a little bit no, of a downer no, on the end of the I year. I don't have any <laughs> negatives. Um, I'm uh, I'm new at the community, so I, I but I really uh, enjoyed the cup, the cup you 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 made. Um, it's 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 a nice you know we have we make contact with uh, other people and uh, some with some we still have contact of course, and um, also I enjoyed that you change your your. Uh, footing if you sign to the rainbow. Uh, so that's it, I think. I don't have any negative uh, to mention. I, I'm really happy you guys say that. Uh, for me, it is, of course, a community feeling. I'm always happy that we um, we act as a community. We do it for the community. We do it with the community. So getting, well, getting you on tonight is a highlight. And we've had many guests this year which just made a, a, their debut of Cal for example, a couple of weeks back to the show with. I love to get more uh, of the more people in the community to pick up the chair, put on the mic, and just go for it, try a podcast, right? Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, but it's something I think we, we will do. And what I really like is just waking up in the morning and I'll, I'll do a couple of things. I'll start the community page and I'll just start my emails. My emails are most often far less positive, but the community page always opens with a hey, good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing? And telling stories, helping each other out. Can anyone help me here? And I love, for example, that Dan, uh, check him out, by the way, twitch.tv slash winby86, started streaming, and immediately the whole community started supporting it, supporting him, and got him at least at affiliate status within like two weeks when him starting. I think that's awesome. We are here for each other. 
we lived through things each other. And I say the community, the support I got from people, listeners, people in the Patreon, um, like trainees we I've uh, we've had this year. Um, when I said I had family circumstances, and often people know what's going on the half of visit, but everyone was very supportive of that, and I think that's um, something I'm very happy and very proud of, and very much appreciated of. And let alone all the good things, of course, the fact that we've grown, the fact that we've I've, I've said the uh, the numbers on this uh, podcast this Saturday that there's 46 people, 46 countries, not 46 people, 46 countries on average listening to our shows, which is think it's terrific and also made me realize that fifa is the biggest game in greece yes i saw your <laughs> your discord post this morning and i was uh, very happy because um i didn't expect it though i was expecting uk to be the uh, in uk the most played uh, game fifa uh, I could be the most. The, so it's my, the game most Google. Uh, my question is that why I don't face when I play uh, FIFA Greek players. I face mostly from Germany and from England, from Italy. But uh, randomly, I get some some Greek opponents, but very randomly. I think it has something to do uh, with. <laughs> with the actual um, uh, servers, yeah. I don't think Greece has a server no. uh, on its own. I think as that's what happens there. Mm. So, no, no, uh, Greece don't have any. Must service. be lucky to get it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so there's that, Chris. Mm-hmm. We, or actually you, you reached out into the community for the past two weeks, and you've asked people, hey. If we do an end of the year show, which of course is the other news, we are off for the rest of the year. We are back in the first week of January. This is the last show of the year. And um, we wait until the end of the show to wish you happy holidays, of course. Uh, but you asked right, if we do one more show in the end of the year and you have any questions gameplay related before you start uh, your holiday FIFA break, um, what would it be? And people send in a lot of questions and you handpick a list of that to ask us, right? Yeah, I certainly do have. Um, I'll start off. Uh, first of all, uh, the question comes from Old Bugret, who actually, big congratulations, won our uh, predictor game in the World Cup. Uh, he, he predicted the scores in the group stages and also picked Argentina to win. Uh, he, picked, uh, he picked Foot Grandpa. Uh, so he wins a Foot and Review hoodie or Fleece as I called it, which confused the whole Discord at that point. But he wins a hoodie, so congratulations to him. But he's sent in a few questions, and we'll let him have that since he won the, the competition. So the first one he is says is, the best way to work the ball in from wide. Last year we had the double tap pass, but that doesn't work well. A little chip works for me sometimes, but not consistently. Um. Marius, will you answer this or shall I try it? Uh, you answer this. I have for his second question. I focus on his ah, okay. second question. Okay. Um, so the best way to work a ball, and I think especially in this FIFA, it is not a matter on, on how, but the theory behind it. I've seen a lot of like questions we've been coaching this year. There's a lot of players that are sort of lost when they get around the box, if that makes sense. So they go forward, they have like a space or they are just, they get the ball and then they are thinking, where should we go? I think the biggest uh, thing you can do is think about how would you like to play? uh, What is your game patterns? For example, if you have a four triple two, I've said that to one of our uh, dear trainees this morning, he plays a four triple two, but when he came forward, he always was looking, where should I pass? How do I get in the box? come over it do i do ground passes or whatever um and we just divide you play four triple two you play the ball to your white cam you go to the back line and you put it in with a ground pass or a low cross right and if you try that and then you make it your own you don't have to think anymore i think practicing a formation making sure you know how you want to attack and keep that in mind and try that is just the best way and then i for example never give a high cross but what I do do is I go back to the backline. Of course, I used to rest the 
driven low pass to just run the ball in. <laughs> Although goalkeepers have been better, I've noticed this week. So um, could be that. S- Stickstone says in chat, I found nice success with the ground or low crosses uh, this week. Yeah, so that works as well. But then we played E-Nations last week with Belgium, where we played two versus two. And the advice was to just cross it from the white cans when just uh, get strikers to draw back, uh, select the L, click them with the L1 button, make them run forward. And the moment they are just before the end of the line, just cross it, give a high cross, holding the L2 or just uh, the normal normal cross. And that worked really, really well because no one was expecting it. So there's no one answer, I think, to get the ball into the box. Double tap also still works. But I think the best thing is to make sure you know how you want to score goals and then find the best way to look for that. And I hope that makes sense. But that goes for every formation. If you play one formation, you can keep practicing. For example, if you like to four one two one two narrow, you can say, I want to score only true balls, right? Then practice on getting the best angles in for the true balls. Um, but I think for the four triple two crosses work, but also just reach the back line. Holding the R1, do a low driven pass forward. Really effective. It's really hard. You only need one to actually work, and it's a goal. So there's that. How oh, that makes sense, Chris? Yeah, it certainly does. Good stuff. Good stuff. So he has a, a second question. Hopefully, this is one that Marius has picked up. Um, he says, When you play a driven ball into the feet of your striker with his back to goal, what is the next best move? I quite often lose possession trying to turn. Um, I've tried many times press R1, L1 and instantly click my uh, left uh, uh, stick just flick it and uh, the player turns very quickly I don't know if John also agree Um, instantly press L1, R1 and flick the right the left stick. Yeah, so that works. Um, I got one that works for everyone, though, which is, I think, an easy one. If you get pass the ball to the strikers, what most of the time happens is that their centre-backs just try to push forward, like sort of push through you, and that's when you lose the ball, especially when they are close mark now. And because the first touch can take a little bit of effort, you just lose the ball one day. So... I think from all the matches we analyzed, most of the possessions are around the box. Lost possession is around the box. So what's really effective and really simple, and anyone can do this, if you play the ball to your striker, expect your position to push your striker right away. So what you do is you hold L2, you shield the ball, and you just start walking back to where you came, the ball came from. And sometimes it's just one or two meters, and they either run straight past you because they are sprinting towards you, or you have a safe pass back and at least their back line is not broken up and you can go for true ball. And the L2, just shield, walk back a little bit and either pass the wall back or turn around, like Mario says, holding both triggers, flick the stick, is really effective then because then you have an open out. But many people just rush with the center defender towards your striker. And if you don't expect them to do so, they will get you. But if you expect them to, to do so, you can actually really easily make sure they don't get the ball from that. And L2 walking back is usually just the easiest way to do that. Okay. But if you're very good, you can do this, Marios. <laughs> so so just to just so people are listening and they've probably know what their controller Marios is L2, R2, and then left stick flick. That's what you're suggesting as well for the, the flick over the, the defender. L1, R1. L1, L1, sorry. L1, R1, then the flick. Don't listen to me, guys. You can tell. If you see my weekend league performances, you'll know why I'm not answering these questions um, and leaving it up to the experts. So L1, R1, flick. Perfect. Okay, this is one from both uh, O'Bugger and uh, T-Wiz, who's a new member of our Discord. Welcome to him. Uh, how to defend corners, first of all, from O'Bugger. Those driven ones I struggle against with certain players. And then T-Wiz asks... What stats are the most important when crossing, when choosing a corner kick taker? Curve, long pass, free kick accuracy, or short pass? So a bit of defending and attacking in that question. 
Marius, go ahead. He's so eager to answer. Yes. So um, I think for uh, to defend corners for uh, this is a very difficult thing because if you don't see which player is uh, the opponent is controlling, you must guess where the ball will will finally end up or try to block his uh, his striker. If, for example, he's playing with a uh, Haaland or Ronaldo, he will sure uh, try to find one of those uh, high, uh, tall strikers to make a good header. So, um, center backs with high jumping stats, I think, uh, are very helpful. For example, I think uh, this Moroccan um, uh, El Yamik, he has uh, 98 jumping, which is very powerful so I think he will uh, clean all the balls inside the box and um, also in two in, for me for corner kicks there are two important stats first is the curve and shoot shot power I think curve must the player has 90 and above and uh, shoot power between 82 and 90 and I 88 and 92 maximum. Uh, a perfect example for me is Acuna. Acuna makes perfect corners. I've scored so many goals uh, since I, uh, this uh, SBC came with uh, him, and uh, he always uh, make a very nice cross in the in the uh, inbox. And there is there for sure Van Dyke or another striker to make a good header. And uh, if you also green time it, then it's for sure a goal. So I find uh, these two uh, uh, stats very, very important uh, for your corner kicks. I have nothing to add there, honestly. I think uh, maybe on the defensive side that if you know he's going to curve it outside, so for example, if, uh, that it turns away from the goal, just always make sure your goalkeeper is already on the box, right? I think it's very effective to do so. And else, make sure you hold L2 to slam, to, to use your body against your opponent striker. Um, often, I don't get too much uh, goals conceded from corners, but I am still using two lengthy center defenders in Tomori and Virgil van Dijk. Uh, and I keep my goalkeeper, when they pass it in, I get them to the first, pass, first post. And Elsa is just going to be on like the penalty box even because he's fast enough to, to still be there. Um, on penalties, I agree with Marius. Uh, like, I think shot power is not to be underestimated. And curve is really important because it makes it hard to estimate where it's actually coming. But most of the time, I've got to be honest, I just take a short and run, work my way into the box just because I don't want to lose the ball on the, on the corner, get countered. So I think... Uh, you see that on pro levels as well, that you don't want to lose the ball with so many people in front. Well, Marius. Uh, another thing, of course, is your tip when you're coaching. I don't, and when, when you make the cross for a corner, don't forget to just turn your uh, uh, left stick a little bit to make the ball, to give the ball a more curve. Yeah, so you can curve the ball after you shoot yes. it. So, but it goes for free kicks as well, and people not always remember. Mm -hmm. That works, for sure. Chris, anything to add, or next question? Uh, I'll give you the next question, because I'm just worried I say the wrong thing. But uh, this one's from Nick. He'd like to know if any of you guys use the stats provided at half-time or when paused to analyse yourself or your opponent's habits. He would just like uh, some pointers how best to interpret these stats. That's a good question. I think it's very um, it's very important to have an idea what's going. Honestly, I don't look at it too much, but I've seen thousands and thousands of FIFA matches. I usually have a pretty good feeling how, uh, how it goes without looking at the stats in FIFA. But I, sometimes I tell my trainees for, like, check out the passing accuracy, but also check out, for example, the amount of shots your opponent has. If you feel like he's better, but he took 10 shots and just had one on goal, for example, which is not that hard, or he takes a lot of tackles, 
Bino is actually very aggressive, just a high opportunity player, which means if you stay calm, you'll get that one shot. And if you score that one shot, that's actually far more lethal for him, a far better experience because he's used to just pushing you. But that's sort of how I use it. Uh, what can be really effective is checking that heat map where they lose the ball or where they don't play the ball. So you know if they have a weak side. Some players have definitely one side where they build up. And for example, if you see that they build up over the right side only, you can just use your left side and put that full back on conservative and stay back. While on the right side, it's pretty easy to just put him on balance because he's not losing that side. Mm -hmm. So those are little details you can apply in halftime for me. Yes. Um, usually, during the game, you see the habits and you spot the, your, the weakness of your opponent. So if he tackles, you can see it during the game, if he tackles a lot. Um, or if he uh, build, if his build up is from the one side, you don't have to wait till half time to see uh, from where he's building his game up. Um, of course, as John mentioned, it's very nice on the half time to see your uh, pass accuracy, uh, uh, how long you keep the ball, how many shoots uh, shots you have. And, and your percentage, of course. Yeah, maybe watch one thing. I think that's the best tip I could give though. Because you you look, for example, you see a low shoot low passing percentage for yourself. That means second half, just focus on getting good passes in, safe passing. And if that's your focus on the second half and you just keep telling yourself, okay, I need to be more secure in passing, can't lose the ball around the post, have to be more secure in passing. If you keep that yourself, your second half would probably be already a lot better than the first half was but just being aware of something. But don't go overanalyzing all these stats because you only have 30 seconds. Yes, that's or Something like that. <laughs> so just take one point to focus on for a second. And afterwards, take all the time in your recording to, to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Or go to footcoaching.com and we can use the data for you. Perfect. Hey. Definitely. <laughs> um, this one is from Kyle. He'd like to know, and this is quite a negative one, unfortunately, and this has happened to Kyle at the weekend league. There was a... PC uh, AI glitch he had to come up against where the players he was playing against sat on full press, but if only the AI playing, uh, he just wondered what is the best way to report this? So, um, you can report in-game, but that's not for cheating, I'd say, unfortunately. Uh, but if you go to um, the forums you can uh, report it. So uh, there is, I should say, in FIFA self, you can only report offensive squad name or offensive club name. But if you go to the forums, you can actually, or send a help desk a, a message. You can, uh, of course, you have to give proof, um, but they will check it out. I find out from experience. But that's a weird, you can't report players in game for cheating mm -hmm. though. Uh, but that probably means they want to make, they are very proud of the new cheat engine. Um, and I think if it shows in game that you could report people for cheating, that would sort of also say that the cheat engine isn't actually working. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, forms is easiest. We have some access to that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's important to have proof like a video or something where you, where you see it. Um, personally, I've noticed it once at the start of the game, not never uh, after anymore. Um, but I've seen other videos, let's put it like that. Yep. <laughs> it's a big chapter, uh, this PC uh, users. The best thing to do is turn crossplay off. So you play and i'm not doing that <laughs> because i love cosplay i love playing against pro suddenly when i'm on my xbox version <laughs> and i really enjoy the fact I that it's just click you got the, you got the match going don't have to wait <laughs> it's solid um but i've got a different connection probably as well no, it's not and i do think that i've only experienced it once and i'm not gonna let one bad apple ruin my lunch i have experienced it uh, lately and uh I have a video. I didn't understand that. 
I have a Siri doesn't understand. Siri doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> <Siri>. <laughs> no, no, I said I said the word on podcast. Sorry, guys. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Yes, uh, because I was playing a match. I was in front two zero, and and suddenly he got uh, um, with uh, he ran with his striker out of the uh, out, and he paused the match. And we start the match. I couldn't control my controller. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I was just. No, I've seen that one. I've seen that. I, have, one. I, have, I could con- I could make only passes. Nothing else. Yeah. No, I, I think it's annoying. I've, I've, um, the lack of transparency or the fact that it shouldn't be existing. Well, we know exactly how it could exist. It's uh, mildly frustrating. But not, let's keep it like that. I think uh, we're not going to go into too much details. But if you want to report, go to the forums. Probably the best way, or reach out to the EAC yes. desk. Okay. Um, just give your name and the name from the and just hand in proof i think the video you show mario's is a perfect example you can't really find any other explanation for that so yeah you guys if you're listening and you want us to send you the video let us know as well yeah. <laughs> good stuff uh another question then from t he is asking if can instructions offset low work rates and strikers if so is it as simple as putting them on get behind come back on defense get in the box etc to keep them active uh, it helps. It's not the perfect solution, but I guess that's never okay. Messi won't go all over the place, even if you put him on getting behind and get back. Mm-hmm. Um, he still doesn't have the natural, natural uh, feeling to to keep running up and down pitch, uh, but it will act more like it if he do so. And so for me, work rates are still more important than instructions. Over instructions were overrated, overrated, but it only goes so far. Um, it's also a bit of a feeling you have with it because for some reason when I use strikers which have work rates I'm like these work rates are weird and then suddenly it's the best striker I've ever used so it could also be much like what people have with chemistry I probably have with work rates uh, probably overthink it <laughs> yeah I was going to say that for me it's chem I'd rather have uh, chem than work rates uh, if it's if the, car, if the car doesn't own three stars or whatever it is these days uh, I won't be playing in my team. I made if you team my team, you'd go. You'd go <laughs> <laughs> um, Crocodile Cream Corn asks, who has been the rat card so far this year in FIFA? Attacker and defender, please. Marius. Haaland. Haaland, especially at the beginning of the game, he was unstoppable, really. And I think defender... Still Van Dijk. He's unbreakable. I'm going to lie, Virgil Van Dijk, 70k. Just get him if you have any other defenders. He's still my team. Uh, I don't see reason to replace him no. here. Uh, so I got to say, Virgil just works. He used to be better when the strikers were a little bit slower. Now strikers are a bit faster, but still, still. defensive awareness. So still. He's so strong, defensive awareness so good. Uh, I think Holland. I, def- I, I, I got to agree that uh, Holland was a Cool way of doing it. Um, currently, I expected way more Robbie Keynes and um, Morientes since they were RPCs, but I hardly run into them. So I think the one red card is the Allah Ovar run, oh, I which run. I, always <laughs> from, uh, I always forget. I think that's the most red card, broken card in this mm-hmm. game. The one that I packed live on stream, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the one you said, oh, this is horrific. I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> and where the other, the host on that show said, I don't know, Chris, I think this looks a really cool card. And if people pick up on this when he actually arrives next week after the pre orders are out, people might pick up on this. Y- yes, I will give. I'm not going to say I was right, but I was definitely <laughs> right on that one. No, you were 100% right. I mean, it's, it's noticeable as well um, that the Van Dyke card, the yellow one, um, 1.5 million, 1. Right? million still. I mean, that looks like a card will take you to almost the end of the game. There's not very much wrong with that. I think Van Dyke for me, I can probably answer that. Van Dyke for me. And a striker who I hate coming up against is Smarik. Uh, the Polish. Yeah, this Polish. The World Cup one then, right? The, both actually. I have the uh, just the usual hero one. And it's a good card. And I'm surprised that nobody's picked up on it. It just scores goals. It shouldn't. But that card just scores goals. Uh, it's a great card as well. 
Uh, I'll swap him in. I got uh, I got him as well, but I've not actually used him. He's 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 <laughs> nippy. He's agile. He's a goal scorer. And then I'll also just say I packed the Kane card. Um, and if EA don't turn him down, hopefully not. He just scores from everywhere, and that is a cheap card. If people are doing Pope and Trippy, the Kane World Cup card is really really good. The one that's just out. Uh, enjoy that one. So. Uh, that may be a right one as we go forward. And then uh, we have a question from Nurizic. Uh This is a either or. Would you rather have a striker with 90 finishing and white time all shots or have a striker with 80 finishing and green time all shots? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool question, though. Um, let me put it like this. We're, we're talking here with Marlos, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's one trainee, I'm not gonna. It's not bothering you, but it's like, if there's one trainee that's mastered the green time, it's Mario's. And I don't think which player gets the ball, but he greens times it anyway. So, um, yeah, then I would almost incline just make it 80 finishing and make sure you you master the green time. But the thing is, you can master green time. Mario's proven that. So, just get the 90 finishing striker and just green time with him. <laughs> Uh, have you got any tips, Mario, then, for someone like myself who just cannot do the green timing? Practice, practice, and <laughs> practice. <laughs> uh, don't I, change the strikes. I think that's important. I one. Um, was practicing last last year and ever since. I always practice every day. Every day I spend, now, before I was spending maybe half an hour, now I spend 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day doing practicing. Before... I start uh, playing my games. Uh, it's the best tip. Um, it will come in the game from alone. It's from the hard disk. Uh, you don't have to force it in game because uh, you are looking too many things. Uh, you are looking uh, to pass to make a skill move and then all this thing. So if you make the practice every day, it will come from from alone. From alone. I, I, that's true. And I think last week when we did E-Nations, there were also players that didn't green time their headers, for example. And I was like, why aren't you green timing this? Should I? Well, yes, you definitely should. Go practice. These guys are talented. The next day they green timed it and they became first in their group. I think it's one of those skills which not everyone talks about, but which is something anyone can learn. If you just turn it on, go at it, no matter what people say, it is very effective right. to do so. Um, and it, like headers, extreme, like headers are manual, but if you green time and header, it is really strong. strong. Um, <laughs> so, eh. I have scored a, a header, a green time header outside of the box. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think once people realize that it's actually not that hard to do, like it's, it's, it is skill based, right? But it's, that's cool, but it's skill based, but everyone can do it. Every striker can do it. And the only thing is, if you change your plays around too much, it might be a little bit hard because any, like they can have different animations and takes a little bit longer or slower. But if you keep the same player, like you have the Mbappe, just practice with Mbappe and you will score. Marius. Another thing is that when I see my opponent green timing his shots, I know immediately that he's a good player. Or training or foot coaching, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if, if, you, are, if you are green time no. your shots, he knows that he's facing someone that he knows what he's doing. I think that's a very uh, perceptive, perceptive opinion. Yeah. Good morning. Great stuff. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate that. And then this is the last question from Shack Attack, who's part of our dynamic duo. Uh, do the trading show once a week uh, for people who are in the Discord. Uh, well worth joining for that. They um, have been telling the guys about Team of the Week players and lo and behold, this week what's happened, Team of the Week players have absolutely rocketed and there's been a lot of good coins made in the Discord uh, this week, I'll tell you that, especially including myself. So this is from uh, Shaq. He's asking, I suppose this is the, the age questions we get to this time of the year, should he uh, start saving packs for Team of the Year or... Would you smash them open for winter well cards? No, I think his question is infinitely better. He says, uh, well, he's stopping, right? He's taking a break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 
uh, for team. Of the, so he's he's not playing after team of the year. Yep. Um, I would just open now, right? Mm-hmm. If you find something, you can still play with it. I wait. Honestly, I still have an ultimate pack laying around. I'm still thinking, like, just should, should I just open it? Worst case scenario, is I can do Team Maria. I never, never hold packs. I'm quite honest with that. Because what I figured out this month, as as an example, you never know what's going to happen. So we'll sit on packs or open them up, maybe get something, enjoy it now. Yeah, I'm more of the... I don't, the season is short, man. You know. Marius. Marius, any other opinion on um, Look, last year I was saving packs. Uh, at this, at the b- before the totis uh, come came last year, I had about two hundred packs. I opened them uh, when the promo came out, and the best thing I got is I was Donnarumma. So I said to myself, <laughs> never again. Why should I save my packs for getting one uh, goalkeeper eighty nine uh, rated for? So there's no really big reason to saving your packs. For Shark Attack now, if he's taking a break and he wants, he has some packs, as he's saying in his uh, question, I would have kept them for Totis because maybe you get something. Maybe you have the chance, the luck to get a player that will last uh, longer in the game than the wild card, the wild cards now. They are the next promo coming. Uh, this is the only reason I would uh, advise him to uh, keep the the packs till the tot tot is coming in end of uh, January, I think. Because yeah. what's the pack now? The teams the team of tournament, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, team of tournament. Wild cards. I wouldn't mind packing them up, I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. One. One in a billion or one in a trillion, <laughs> you have the chances. Don't make me open his ultimate pack. Don't make me make the open his ultimate pack live on stream. I, I, I'm kind of str- I'm kind of struggling a little bit because I would love to save packs because I've never packed a team of the year card, and the whole time I've played FIFA and I've been playing it for many years and I've never once even got a sniff of a team of year card. Um, what I would say is also is there's a lot of good cards out at the moment for not a lot of coins. You know the Gakpo card. 88-rated striker, um, tall as well. He's 31,000. So, I mean, I think that's one <laughs> thing that uh, EA potentially need to give them a little bit of credit for is that actually the value of cards are nowhere near as high as what they have been in previous games. And I think the the, the team of the year cards, you may find that their price will drop considerably as well. Um, but it's really up to yourselves. You know, if you want to save packs, let us know how you get on uh, or if you decide to rip them. You know, good luck to you, everybody. But uh, I would just love to see that blue flare once in my time. <laughs> You'll get it this year, though. Fingers crossed. Hopefully EAs are listening. Come on, I, I once packed the team of the year or not. Have you ever mentioned that before? No, for at least a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't get a team of the year this yeah. year, though. So. No, no I, yeah. I would just, just like to say thanks to all the guys on the Discord uh, for sending us the questions and thanks to you guys for answering them. Hopefully that will help people with their play over the festive period as well. Yes, and if you're listening to the show and you're like, hey, i got a question as well, just tweet at us at FoodCoaching or go to the website foodcoaching.com or when actually you have Spotify, you can just send in the question to Spotify as well. Also, big thanks to Spotify for giving us all the new stats and stuff. It was pretty awesome uh, to listen. Uh, that ends up the show, but even worse, it ends up the year, Chris. Yes, sadly, we say goodbye. This is the last show, yeah, the last show of the year. Uh, we are taking a short break. So, uh, food coaching is coach is closed for coaching next week, and of course, the podcast goes on a little hiatus, but it's just for a little over a week. Um, that means. Still, if you send in any questions, we'll make sure we get it answered like we did today. I want to say we appreciate you. Uh, thank you all for tuning in over the past year and up for New Year. Remember, this is episode 483. So in 17 episodes, that's just a mere month of podcasting for us, we are reaching number 500. <laughs> and that's a big one. That's yeah. a cool one. And if you are a Patreon supporter, because there's another reason Marios is on the show, we have something really cool to announce, but we don't want to make sh- we don't want to get people that are not supporters. Yeah, so we won't mention it there. 
but it has to do with sun. It has to do with good company. It might involve some drinks. So keep your eyes out for that. Check it out, patreon.com forward slash foot review, of course. And we uploaded two new tactics on the YouTube channel. We've got a big uh, tutorial made by Daniel Wimbush, of course, Wimby86 on Twitch with the bl uh, bronze pack method. Fully explained. It's a 25-minute long video. Just check it out, youtube.com forward slash foot coaching. I never understood it, but this is so well explained that I said to Daniel, let's put it on our channel. Let me steal the content. <laughs> because it's it's publicly available, just check it out. So the tactics are on the Patreon, and the uh, uh, Bronze Pack Matter tutorial is just on YouTube for everyone available, just in time for Christmas, and hopefully just in time for those League SPCs, but we're not gonna, I'm gonna knock on wood to make sure these things happen. Thank you guys so much. There is just one more thing to do, that is to wish you all a very Happy holidays, happy new year. And of course, one thing to do, Chris. Drop it. We're gonna drop it, Mario. Drop it. Drop it. Eh? You. 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 Eh?